The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. There it comes. All right, you found that microphone. You got it? All right. Just look. Hi, John. Hey, Ron. Hey, John Arnold's here in the showroom, Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. Been raining all day, Johnny. Yeah, it has. Is it too loud? Or, or wait a second. Here, I'll yeah, fix that yeah. for you right now. Put that on there. You guys, is yeah, that better? Yeah, okay. All right. Been raining all day, to say the least. Once in a while, I'll figure. There you go. I got it all. The, the one fell off. That's all yeah. right. Don't worry about it. All right. We are live uh, from the showroom here at Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. I'll be out here tonight till uh, 7 o'clock. That just kind of squeezes on there. Here. Okay. Uh, you don't need them. All right. Uh, let's get the latest. What, what's going on as far as. Uh, oh, look at Arnold fixing his own headset here. Go ahead and put them on. Go ahead and put them on. We had a I want pretty bad day in the, the market today. NASDAQ, a bad day? Yeah. NASDAQ took it on the chin today, about 115 points. Why? Uh, just trade talk. Trade, you know, now, what does that mean, trade talk? I don't know. It's this horse <laughs> they keep beating. They do. It can't be, they can't get out of their own way. and It's... it's I don't know. It's it's nonsense. It's just a way to. So it went down 115 points, and you, as an economic guru, says it's basically <laughs> nonsense, right? It don't yeah, make sense to no, you. No, it doesn't. So what? So do you think? Okay, tomorrow. I'm sorry, it could go up 115 points, or the next yeah. day, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think you're in a you're in you're in a traditional bull market where majority of the days of the market are going to be on the pluses, and you're going to have some minuses. Do but you right now it's plus. do you see any bad economic news? I mean, not. I, I mean. Is there anything out there that troubles you other than maybe a little inflation? Pension plans, like I keep going to, but tell uh, folks why. And when you say pension plans, do you, do you mean private sector ones as well as public sector, or what? Yeah, pensions overall. Pensions overall, I think that are. Uh, and tell people why they trouble you. Well, they're in a mathematical certainty to fail. Not all of them. There's like I think Dominion Gas is pensions well overfunded. So they did really well with them, but uh, I think the majority of pensions out there are well underfunded. And how can they be in a bad position if some of those pension dollars are invested in the market and the market's been going up? Wouldn't that help offset some of that that you're worried some, about? But you got to remember, you had they're, they're trying to make up. Listen, think about it, you have outflows going out every day, right? Mm-hmm. Outflows are the paychecks the pensions are receiving. And then you had two bear markets in one decade, 2002, 2008, slash uh, 9. And, and so th- that recovery on time value of money is an impossibility, especially, especially when you're taking out money out of kitty to pay the pension, the pension players, meaning the, the, the recipients. So it's one of those things to where it's a mathematical certainty of uh, they're going to have to take a reduction in the future on getting pension plan uh, payments or uh, the thing will just go bankrupt. And the PBGC will will kick in. They'll get one third. Have you have have you had clients that have been affected by this, like Delphi people and that kind of stuff that 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 come to you that had, uh, you know, because we had Delphi workers and other workers that that was turned over the PBGC or whatever like that. Can you imagine just for a second? Forget John Arnold, economic guru, for a second. Let's say John John Bagadonuts Arnold. Can you imagine if you bust your ass? 
for 35 years. And, uh, you know, you figure, okay, I can retire at this point, and I'm going to get $3,000 a month in my pension coming in. Seriously. And then they, and then it got, gets turned over the PBGC, and they say, well, now you get 1800 Either you took the retirement, now you have 1800 Usually the guys are on it, and they get it. Can you imagine a game changer that is? I, I've seen it happen, actually, with my own family and my grandparents. Um, I talk about this often. But my, my grandpa, he worked out Republic Steel. And they were, you know, my grandparents had a lot of, my dad, or my grandpa did a double overtime, triple overtime, et cetera. He did whatever it took to, to get extra money, and they saved. And when he retired, he built this beautiful pension. So between that, so Thinking, Security, I can retire, I'm right, going to have a good right. life of this money coming right. in. Just like it was, uh, it, you know, his hard work had paid off. Okay, he got, right. got out of the Army, World War II vet, um, got his arm blown off, sewn back on, malaria. Comes works forty years and plus at a, you know, at a Republic Steel, which eventually turned into LTV Steel, and then, you know, the carpets pulled out from under all those guys. That's crap. So, yeah, can I imagine? I seen it. I seen. I seen the hurt. But can you imagine how pissed you'd be at that if it was you? I mean, I, just think about that. I can't even, you know, yeah. I would. I would be f- furious. Because, because uh, let me bounce a couple of things off of you when it comes. I mean, I would really be pissed about that. But do you ever sit down and say, uh, when you, uh, Social Security is a supplement, right? So they tell you that. It is, yeah. I am surprised, like, when I look at Social Security, you'll get this much a month. And, you know, it, it, even if that much a month is better than average, you still say, that's not a lot of money. No, it's not. I see it. Right. It's people not, are, it's, people it's, retiring it's, at 62 are getting sixteen to 1800 bucks a month, period. That's right. That's what they're getting. And, and. You know, a lot of people, that is their retirement. Exactly. And that's not a very good retirement with prices no, going up. No. But it was always said to be a supplement, right? I, I don't know about that. I haven't. I, but I, it's, I'm, that's, I'm assuming yeah, you're right. Yeah. That it was always, they always said it's a supplement. You also got to save for that. On the other hand, you also see, on the other extreme of that, you also see people that collect their Social Security but have also saved and made good investments that have a really damn good retirement, right? B- yeah. Based on self-discipline. Absolutely. And uh, good investing? They all have the same characteristics. Good investing, they don't... Frugal. They don't go wild in bear markets and sell everything and call people like me a thousand times and say, hey, are you sure we're going to be all right? And they don't put money in frivolous investments. Uh, they don't put money in the penny stocks, and or the neighbor said it's going to be the latest, latest, greatest craze. They have a steady, they have a plan, a disciplined plan. It's dividend-paying investments. It's uh, gr- good growth funds, um, frugal spending, as you know, uh, you do yourself. You know they they do they don't take shortcuts and they don't they don't spend frivolously. It's it, it, it's it, the, the equation doesn't change. Does it ever shock you how much they were able to save over the that's years? That's what that's what shocks me. When I get a couple teachers as clients for the reason teachers marry other teachers. I never figured out why that happens, but when you get one the couples that are teachers are always married to a principal or a teacher, just the way it goes. When you get a couple teachers that come in the door and they got over a million bucks saved in their uh, in their 403Bs and they got STRS and sometimes at 457, I'm thinking, man, good for you guys knowing that I know what kind of money they made in their first years. Mm-hmm. Not very good pittance, at all. It's 13, yeah. $15,000 a year. Pittance. Right, right. And now here they are 40 years later, you know, a million and a half strong, plus the pension from the STRS. 
It's amazing to me. Do you tell people when you're worried about pension plans, there are some places where you can, what, take a buyout on them, the pension? Yeah, majority of the more majority. Now, this is going away. Like, it's going away at Salem Hospital, ironically, which is about three miles away from What do you talking. mean? Explain. Well, they, the Salem Hospital just voted somehow, some way. The, I'm getting secondhand news, by the way, that uh, you can no longer roll over your pension. They're forcing you to take the pension payments from them versus roll over a portion or all of your pension, which I don't think is fair. But uh, I don't what know. What does rollover mean? Turn, take it in a lump sum or something? Take it in a lump sum and drop it into an IRA, and then you get you get control of the money versus the hospital. And do you, uh, like, when uh, I remember on other programs where you would recommend people do that, take the lump sum as opposed to take the monthly buyouts, a lot of times on government, that kind of stuff. The reasoning behind that, John, is because you have control of all the money, then you can't. The, the, the main reasons are this, because I, I could have 500 shows and we never cover all of it, but when you're invested in a pension plan, you're, inv- you're hoping that the people managing the pension plan are put you in, putting you in good investments, right? Mm-hmm. You assume they you know assume, what they're doing. Yeah, or <laughs> you know they made up the they made up the money the years in bull markets versus bear markets. All right, because mm-hmm. they lost like we lost in bear markets. The second thing that is uh, the second thing that that I tell people is math is not on your side. These pension plans were people for, were designed for people to take them in sixty two and die between sixty seven and seventy. That's what they were. That's when they were designed for. So that's when humans did die. But now humans are dying at 82, 84 and getting longer because of science, right? So if the money was there, if the money was there to, to um, you know, to stabilize a retirement, okay, from 62 to 67 and die, and now people are living 13 to 20 years longer and the investments haven't kept up, the math is not on your side, period. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then, in the, in, in, and if you roll the money over to your own IRA, you get to, you get to control the investments. You pair up with someone like me, or me, and hopefully the person that's handling them knows what they're doing, and you can outperform the market. How? But is it not uh, a difficult? I want to use the term sales pitch, but it's not a sales pitch. It's it's it it, it is gen, you are genuinely concerned and an education process. How easy is it to get that person to say? Wait a minute. I, uh, you know, I feel more secure if I leave it with the school system or if I leave it with the government. You know what I mean? In some of them, if they don't make an appointment to let me show them the math on the board, it's extremely hard. When somebody comes into the appointment and I show them, listen, I can I can design this to get a better return, control your investments, control the that they can't take it away from you, and make sure it goes to your spouse and into your kids. And I show mathematically how it's done. They they look at each other like why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't the rest of the world do this? Now and and when they do that, John, how does that work? Is that like a you take a lump sum and then the 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 person paying that pension is not done with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, no. Because there's let's say STR. No, a lot of times like STRS will will let you take a portion of the STR majority of it. Okay, say sixty seventy percent of the rollover money, and then STRS still pays you a pension. But just a lesser of a pension. But mm-hmm. some companies wash their hands of you and say, "Yeah, here's all the money. Have a nice day. You got us off the hook. Thank God. That's it." It just every pension plan's rules are designed differently. Okay, the fine benefit plans are made between lawyers, accountants, and financial advisors coming together. The plan makes sense for the business owner, or it doesn't. They fix whatever needs fixed, and then they put the plan in place. 
and then hopefully years later can afford to feed the, the retirees. Does that person in, in that pension plan say, well, what if I do if I get a down market or something like that? Well, the same would apply, though, if they left it in a pension, right? Because they're, they're investing it too, right? Correct. Well, the... So yeah, so I just want to get this straight. Your argument to people, just listen up, folks. Your argument to people on on a pension, whether that's public or private, is it's, it's you've seen it too often get get uh, in financial trouble. Like the Teamsters are in trouble right. with theirs, or the or turned over the PBGC where you get substantially less. So you explain to them if you take the lump sum, here's what we can do so that you have your money. You get you can make more money with our investments and then when you die it, it, it will go to your son or daughter whatever versus just stop right that's what Correct. you say yep it's pretty cool well it, it it's a no-brainer when i make decisions based on whether i'm buying a car or i'm buying uh, office supplies or copiers or in this case financial management i'm going by the numbers that's that's what you should go by now, I, that leads me to another leg. Like our our industry, the investment guy industry, has completely <laughs> the investment guy. Industry. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if you look at the commercials, it's, it's, all, it's all hogwash. What the hell kind of the investment guy industry? Well, the investment. Let's call them, let's call them investment professionals. <laughs> no, I like that the investment guy industry. <laughs> you know, because you talk to oh, I got my guy, my guy. Yeah, yeah, it's always my guy. Yeah, yeah. That's a Youngstown thing. I got my guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your guy. See how your guy does when you're 55 and you need the money. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So. Uh, so, they, they made it all commercialized. All, they made it about, oh, Susie just had a baby, and the financial advisor's going oh. to hold the baby. Can I just tell you, I I, 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 I got to just do a brief editorial. I hate the television commercials for your industry. I hate them. Uh, and I'm thinking, the, these are actors because no one in their right mind acts this way. Hey, Bill, I'm thinking about retiring. Oh, okay. Well, come on in. and uh, you know, uh, We're going to discuss the matters. Yeah. You know what a client really wants to hear? Is, Here's what they say. Yeah. I'm going to be retiring at the end of the month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If, they, if the commercials really showed the truth in the industry, it would show, all right, client, Mr. and Mrs. Client comes in and says, we have this much money to invest. We need to live on. We need to live on until this age. What can you do for us? Show me a strategy. And... And also how to keep it if I get sick. Exactly, and all kind, you know. But instead, they show a commercial about a guy, you, you and your wife, walking on a beach. Thanks to so and so life, they retire. Oh and, God, I want to. Or the financial it. advisor is to deliver the baby, and yeah. Oh, he brought me flowers after my husband died. Listen, all of it's cucka. Right, it doesn't matter. I tell my, my my son, it's cuck. When he does something wrong, or he does, you know, he does something really dumb, it's cucka. Uh-huh. That's cuck up. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's about your money. It's about your investment results, and it's not about me being your friend or hugging and cuddling and soccer games. It's about providing investment results. And my industry has turned that in like a marketing campaign to where it's about being your buddy. Mm-hmm. With how many times, how many magic shows, how many movies can you take me to or golf outings? We do a couple client appreciation events. That's where it stops. And it's and it and it's no, there's no salesmanship there. It's just hey, here, thanks for your business. Well, don't but- you think now? Answer this. Answer this straightforward. Mm-hmm. I believe most people, once they invest, not you, they're almost ignored. 
they're ignored because okay we got their money it's you know and now i'm going to concentrate on getting somebody else's money and they don't really do very much they don't move it around yeah, or they ass- don't they, they just they're forget they're about they're it yeah they're asset gallery gathers yeah um and that's most of them. And I, you know, I have a hard time with you because you never want to knock anyone in your profession. So let me do it, please. That's how most of these people operate. Meanwhile, John Arnold comes in, and I love it when he comes in and he's just dog ass tired because he's been up all night moving money. Those are my favorite times. Oh, but but you, you, but yeah, but you watch this. Stand by. I'll be back in just twenty seconds. John's here till seven on News Radio five seventy WKBN. This is the Jay Arnold Wealth Management Show. Say we come right back. All right, News Radio 570 WKBN. So uh, what I'm saying, when, it, when, when you go with John Arnold, John Arnold is an active money manager. That means, he, you know, you, when you first meet with your client and you determine where you're going to invest their money and how you're going to invest it, that doesn't mean it is still be there in those same investments of five months from now or five weeks from now based on what's happening in the market, right? That's what I want people to know. It's correct. You're an active money but manager. But I've actually shot myself in the foot for the past 15 to 18 months because... Really? Let me hear about this. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, we we got ahead of the game on some sectors we thought were going to perform well, and we hit it. We hit it right on the money. The problem is, is those sectors have not slowed down. So the majority of investments I held... The majority of investments I hold today are are a lot of the same that I hold 15 months ago. Because they're doing well. So it doesn't look like I'm actively managed, but... No, it looks like it was good picks 15 months ago. Exactly. So, like, we moved moved out of, like, I think that the run for uh, AIRR, which is an ETF, it's called the Trump Fund. And it was an industrial industrial goods and machinery equipment type of fund. The design to, to build the, re, the infrastructure of the United States, which mm-hmm. is what the Trump administration focuses on. Well, we made our money, and I think it's, it's kind of slowed down. It's kind of flatlined on us. So we're moving from that fund, and we, we're, we're moving to more of artificial intelligence, either fund or individual Is that stocks. more risky? I'd say slightly more risk. But what we're picking is really high, um, low, low beta stuff. Um, basically, it's, but the, the risk is hand-in-hand. With SP 500 around there. Do do you hear? Uh, I mean, in and I'm talking in general. Do the majority of your clients call you every week or every month, or do they just is the, or is there like a trust there of? Here's my attitude. Um, you're the money guy. Here it is. Figure it out. That's what you do. Now I'm going to go do what I do. Well, no, no, serious. I'm being serious. And I know I'm going to give you a serious answer. So we've set it up that way. When I interview somebody to be our client and they're interviewing us at the same time, I just lay it all on the line. So this is what I'm great at, I think, and my numbers show that I am, and this is what I'm not great at. I give them a line of the Bay and Franklin T-chart. I think I'm going to make you really good money because here's my research and here's the reason why. This is what we've made for clients over the past blah, blah, blah. I can't guarantee the future results are going to be this. But if the market keeps going like this, that's probably what you're going to make. And then do you throw in, and I've been up since 4 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, and then I tell on the other side is, listen, if you're looking for me to say, how's Johnny's got soccer game, oh. give you a hug and kiss and, and, and place, you know, and, and go to – Go to take you golfing and do magic tricks. That is not me. I'm sorry if you're looking for that. Go see the Western Southern guys or the insurance guys. Are you know they're really good at being your friends. 
and, and they're really nice guys. That, but they really, don't make I you say, the money. I said, my focus really on is making you a return. That's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. That's it. I said, take, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody I'm not. And they said, well, that's kind of what we're looking for. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes we're looking, they're not looking for that. Every once in a while no, you want to. But that's rare that they're look, not looking for it. It's rare, but there is a, a couple people say, well, we're looking for more relationship and this and that. So, well, well, if you want results, here we are. But if you're looking you for. Yeah, that's the, like saying I want a doctor with a great bedside manner, but a lousy surgeon. I'd rather have lousy bedside manner and a good surgeon. Ten out of ten times. Give, if I didn't go to, if I went to jail for something I didn't do, Give me the best lawyer there is in town. I don't care if he's a you know if he's a you know what. Just right. get me out of jail. Right. So that's how I look at things. Like I, I'm going to be 43 here in about three months. I've I've read all the leadership books, the Stephen Coveys and the John C. Maxwells, and I just come. How to, about Zig Ziglar? Or Zig Ziglar? He's a sales guy. He's <laughs> See not, you at the top. He, he's more of a sales <laughs> sales marketing demeanor guy. Don't you love that? Though? See you at yeah, the top. He, he was good in his prime, but um. But more importantly, I just what I discovered is is I can I'm going to apply those traits uh, as far as my staff. But I'm I'm never going to be those guys. I'm just not me. I'm never going to magically turn into Mr. Lovey Dovey. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just going to concentrate on what I'm good at, and that's making returns. Study the market. Study the performance, numbers, and that's what I'm hired to. You know, there's a show. Analytical, isn't that what you say? Is yeah. It? Analytical, looking at it. Yeah. You, you're not going to make your decisions on any type of emotion. But sometimes there's a little bit of a gut feeling, isn't there? There is, but gut feelings don't get performance. Mm-hmm. Gut feelings will get you, get you hung, as a matter of fact, because gut feelings are a lot of times wrong. That's the truth. If you Wait, get, okay, but pause for a second. When you took out the stop losses, oh, I got a good memory. When the market was going down, and you took out the stop losses, and we did that Monday show, and I said, "Are you goofy on that?" And you said, "No, I, I I'm taking out the stop losses so it doesn't kick in." And uh, I thought, boy, that's that's risky. And it worked out for you. Is that a gut feeling, or was that studying the analytics? The fundamentals said it. Do you point, remember that day yeah, that I'm, I'm talking about? A couple times. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. The um, I was so looking forward to those days. This is why I remember it, folks, because I love it when it's a bad down day. <laughs> and that's. <laughs> I uh, I took the stop loss off because the fundamentals of our economy are so strong. When you got more jobs than em- than employees out there, it's and you got the interest rates as low as they still are. And you got inflation still intact. It doesn't make sense to have stop losses on, on what what should be a ten percent pullback to keep the market healthy, and it worked. Now, if we'd have had a catastrophic event to piggyback that, yeah, I'm getting the hell out. But you have to have some kind of indicator, some kind of stimulus that's going to drive that market down, other than well, we think it's time to go down. Well, you didn't want the stop losses to kick in and a sale to go in, and then the stock goes back up relatively quickly. Then you lose, right? Well, that's the reason I took the market off, or the stop loss off. But doesn't some of that have to be a little bit of a gut feeling? Well, yeah. I mean, overall, everything in life is a gut feeling, but I I think, no, I would be lying to you if I said that I thought about it all night and, you know, just this one time I'm going to take the market loss, the stop losses off. I would be lying to you. No, I just fundamentally, it just didn't make sense. Fundamentally, numerically, it just did not make sense. He's here. He's John Arnold. He's here till 7. Then he'll be like the fire chief and leave me behind. Oh, I will never do that. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeart's Media. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. 
This is the Jay Arnold Wealth Management Show. On News Radio 570 WKBN, Ron Verb with John Arnolds. Any comments or questions you have for John, I'll, I'll do this. You got any questions on 401ks, uh, IRAs, uh, estate planning, stocks, bonds, mutual funds? You know what I notice? I notice two things. I don't think people like talking publicly about finances. I think they get a little concerned. Hey, well, Joe Bagadonis recognized my voice. But if you want to, if you and that's why people come see you personally, right? Wait, wait, wait a second. Go, wait a second. There can I can I entice you real quick? Can I entice that call in? Well, I don't know if you need to entice it. I think, I think having the opportunity to ask you questions in a second opinion. Is enticement, right? Nah, right, right? I like I like peppered it with something. I like peppered. Really? I'm gonna give. I, him a, I'm shocked. I'm gonna you. give him a fifty dollar gift card to Blue Wolf. Are you restaurant. out of your mind? Yep, I am out of my mind. You know that. And a, and a, and, a, and a, an Antigua golf shirt, which is about forty five bucks. Um, did you see mine? When in, I had mine on the other day. Yes, I, I did. I was you. very proud. <laughs> very proud. Representing. I, I, I felt like that was doing my studio, and I thought if he's meeting with some client, he'll look down at his phone and go, "What an idiot!" No, I was proud. <laughs> but you're going to get a fifty dollar uh, Blue Wolf gift card, which, in my opinion, is the one of the best restaurants in town. Joe, the owner, is a great guy. And uh, if you're worthy, I, you got to have, no, have a good question. No, you got to have a good call. Now you yeah. gotta have a good call. You can't. Yeah. You can't have a plate liquor call it. Right. I mean, no I, plate liquor. I mean, you have got to have uh, a question and a follow up. I want to hear a good discussion. If you're going to give away a fifty dollar gift card, I want to hear a damn insightful, well thought out investment discussion. That's what I want to hear. Yes, for the audience. So I'm going to from. exactly. So I want to be the judge of that because that's a that, that that's a significant. Sometimes when you do that kind of, you know, I'm dead serious when I say this to you. I think that uh, the fact that people have the opportunity to talk to you uh, without having to go to the office and uh, and uh, kind of get a second opinion is a pretty good incentive there. How do I know that? Because I get the emails from folks who who email me, who listen every week to the show, and the, so there's a lot of people who invest on their own. Do you know that? Yeah. There's a lot of them that yeah. invest on their own, and they, uh, but they're always interested in what you're doing or what you're thinking and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean it's it's big out there. Let me give some phone numbers out. Fifty dollar uh, gift card if you have a to the Blue Wolf. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, if you have a Good investment discussion for John Arnold tonight. 330-729-9977. 330-729-9977. Rich, you're on the air with John Arnold. Let me see how good you are. I've been listening, and uh, I think I got your call. Uh, my wife uh, had about hey, I, I got, I'm sorry, years, audio is half, a, half a month into Geneva College was forced to take a disability retirement. Wait a minute. Hang on, hang, on, hang on a second. Hang on. i got to fix this headset. You're not hearing that at all? I can hear you, and I can hear background noise music. I cannot hear the caller. Whatsoever. Wait a second. Uh, okay. uh, oh, wait a second. Wait a minute. There we go. Is that any better? Okay, go ahead, caller. Now I got it. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can hear. She had, can uh, hear. She had two weeks shy of 30 years in a Geneva College. At Geneva to College. Uh, disability retirement because of some medical conditions. Um, build up over a couple of years. We we were falling behind a little bit money for uh, medical bills, and, such. and so we approached them. There was a provision where we could take a loan against her shares, and it's yeah, prep is the um, is the fund. 
403 provider. Okay. So 403 so provider, yeah. We don't have we don't have control of her of her uh, retirement. They we recently called because you know some other things have gone up. We anticipate some bills coming. So we're trying to you know set another loan. We paid that loan off. Um, paid it off timely and everything early actually. And um, we have the same situation coming up again. And when I call down there now, oh, we've changed the plan, and we have to get Geneva's approval to let you borrow your own money according to the provisions we already told you you had to meet. And you could only get 40% of it. So I'm, I'm at a point where I'm fed up. I want to get, as John has expressed, get it in our own, you know, I want to put it in our own fund, have a manager I can reach out to maybe once a month or whatever, and... Uh, to be a little more aggressive, maybe. Um, but this this whole situation is they've got a clamp on that. That this is real life. I, you know, we've got medical bills coming up, and there, it's like there's no there's no there's no way chiseling away at their at their at their hold on. I don't even know why Geneva should have any any call on her retirement through Kia Craft. You know, so any input I can get. I'm gonna. Uh, Pepper, you have some questions. Is first of all, how old is your wife? She's seventy. She's seventy, and you're having yeah. a hard time with this. And what? She's still teaching at the college. No, no, no. She had to. She had to take a disability retirement. She had to be. She was. It rendered her disabled, so she had to leave. She had thirty years. She had twenty-nine years and two two weeks, and uh, she just couldn't. You know. So you anymore. are normally allowed to roll over. Your, this would be her 403B, am I correct? Pardon me? What you're talking I, about is her 403B. Yes. Yeah, I'm having a hard time hearing you, but that's, that's, yeah, that's it. Her 403B. Okay, yeah. So you're, she will be allowed to roll over her 403B to an individual IRA. Okay. She absolutely will be able to do that. Okay. Now, Geneva College, in the beginning of setting the 403B up, would have what's called plan documents. And the plan documents would say, well, you, you could do what's called in-service withdrawals, or you cannot do that, or you got to be 59 and a half to do that, or once you once you reach, reach past 59 and a half, you you'll be able to you'll be eligible to roll over in-service, or they'll say at 59 and a half we, are, we we make you wait till 60. When well, my point is, there's all kind of plan rule documents. However, one rule they cannot change is is what's called a termination event. So your wife is retired. So she has a termination event of which she be she'll legally be allowed to roll over that four three B money to her own IRA. Okay. And no matter what All right, so T I Kraft has no say so in that matter and neither does Geneva. That's what the plan documents say. Now, as far as special provisions they could they could hold things up, but no. All, basically all your wife needs to do and let's pretend you're doing it through me, and I hope you do. Right, but, right. All right, so you would get together with me. We would uh, call TIA Craft together, ask for what's called their plan documents. Right. They would send us what, what's called withdrawal forms. We would fill them out, have one of our notaries notarize them, send them to TRA, TIA Craft. TIA Craft would then send them back to our custodial, our custodians, whatever one we pick, probably TD Meritrade. And, 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 the, and prior to that, we could we could consult with you and see where you think we ought to be driving from there, right? What what. Absolutely. What kind of investments? What kind of? He means before he went. I know, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, I would. I w I wouldn't take the account. I wouldn't help you unless you allow me to do that because it'd be like prescribing medication without understanding your symptoms. Well, well that's what I'm saying. We, I mean, we would know all that. You know, we could get 
Garrett said, you know, sit down with us, you know, you and I. And Absolutely. And, yeah, that's that would my consultation fun. is free. When you come in the office, very friendly, no pressure. Lay it out all out for me, and I'll lay a plan out for you. We either decide to go with me and take it. Great. Yeah. If not, you'll get a plan regardless. And uh, if you want to take the next steps, if you like what you have, what you, if you like what you hear, we will then implement the process of getting the the money rolled over to your in, individual IRA, and then obviously send you a check from that to help you with the expenses coming up. How old are you, right. caller? How old are you? I, I am sixty. Okay, so you married a much older woman, huh? I married a beautiful woman. He he said that I did not call her. <laughs> You're I, gonna get me. You know, he wants to get out everybody. If he's not happy in his own life, we can't help him. That's why they gave him a radio show. Man. I don't know. I'm just I'm inquisical. No, he's he's a jokester. Yeah, I'm inquisical. So 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 that so that's the case. But does it have an effect? Did he say she was 29 years and two months? It was that 29 shy. 29 years what? and two months, and that last 29 years, 11 months, and two weeks. I'm sorry, two weeks short of 30 years. And they started to change her job classification. Started to wanted her to retrain and start carrying uh, boxes all over the campus. Um, just, just they wanted to push her out. Yeah, that's that was pretty evident. Yeah, yeah. and they didn't want um, any discrimination lawsuit on her hands, so they right. They, exactly. they made certain things happen. They, yeah, they made it just look like well, we painted it this way for everybody. So, no, I get it. Um, that's that's unfortunate. I'm sorry, and your your wife's yeah. probably an incredible lady. I'm sorry that happened. Well, to she's you guys. she's a very lovely woman. So, she yeah. um, it, you know, we it, you know it caused some hardship, and we recovered pretty well. But you know, these things come in waves, and um, so we're we're facing another one coming up here in a little bit. But uh, we'll get through that too. I just wanted to have a little more latitude. You know, to, uh, yeah, yeah, and like, listen, I, the one thing I can't stress enough to you, any caller, all right, anytime you visit our office. There's no expectation or pressure to, to move your business to us. We hope you do. We think that we think after you interview us, you say these guys are the guys for the job. But I can't stress enough to you. I'm free, no pressure. Come and get a, a free interview. Yeah. Let me let me show your options and then. I've, I've listened work. to you for six, eight, five. I don't know how long you've been on there. It's ever ever since I can since remember. Two thousand seven. Um, Go ahead. And, and and months and you know even years and um, and every time you say that it comes across your sincerity you just have i think an exuberant desire to help people so i do uh, i, 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 I think my upbringing my upbringing uh, my uh, excuse me like, john i thought he was talking about me oh he would never be talking about you <laughs> boy i'm telling you i hope we get you both in the office <laughs> all right and now now thanks, i thanks, must I, I no i must say before you hang up I think yeah. this guy deserves that gift card. I, really I couldn't do. agree more, and I'd be more than proud to send it to Now, Jake, here's what you need to do. i got to talk to Jake on the air. And, caller, I want you to hang on. Jake, you need it. If Jake, if you'll give me, uh, you need his name, address, and telephone number, right? Please. Jake, if you would uh, get, get his name, address, and telephone number, I would appreciate that. And we'll give him a second to do that before we move on to any more calls. So that's uh, thank you, sir, and hang on. I mean, so th that's a, that's a worthy call because that guy's got an immediate troubling situation because somebody's ill. And well, let me tell you why that call is so significant because there's so many teachers and firemen and, and police officers and corrections officers retiring. We're at that stage to where that those people are are coming to the end of their careers and. You know that call helped illustrate what you know what's going to happen, your options when this time comes for them, and so that was an excellent call. Mm -hmm. It was a good teaching moment. 
Right. So I mean, that and that was a that was an excellent thing. But you know, he's got a lot going on there. She's of she's got some health issues, which can really eat up a lot of money right off the bat. Oh yeah. You know, hopefully she's got some Medicare and a supplement, but also in addition to that, you, you know, you, you they need to generate income to be able to pay medical bills and and, and survive. Well, not and only live. that. Let me be realistic. Listen, I if she's seventy and he's sixty. That means these next 10 to 15 years are going to be the last really enjoyable years. When you turn 80 or 85, you don't do much. That's the truth. Right. I mean, the commercials say you do much, but, but you don't. You, you you watch television. You have the grandkids visit. There's not much to do. No, no, no. You go to the doctor a lot. And you go to the doctor and you that's go to... What are you doing today? Whenever I right. talk to anybody, John, that's between 80 and 85, I say, what are you doing? Oh, I've got to go to the dentist today. Well, what are you doing tomorrow? Well, i got to go to the doctor. Right. You know, it's always a doctor appointment. My point is I want them them to enjoy their money while they can. And if we can help them enjoy more of their money and, and do it with a smile on their face, that's that's an incredible thing for us. Right. Mike, News Radio 570 WQEN. You're on the air with John Arnold. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, guys. I have a couple questions, and I'll get off after I answer ask them. Um, my first question, and this is not a smart aleck question, is there any financial planner at this time that is not being successful with their clients? That's our first question. My second question well, No, is, no, no. Hang on a minute. Hang on I, thought, a minute. That, I think that's an excellent We're question. We're going to answer each question yeah. individually. Go ahead. Okay. Go um, ahead. I would have a hard time saying no. Because, here's the reason. It depends on what your level of success is. So my level of success is beating beating the markets, right? Mike, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. So if the, if, the, if the markets are making an average of 8 to 12%, and let's say, hypothetically, I'm not allowed to say what I'm really making, but if I'm saying I'm making 20 to 25% returns, well, you would probably consider that to be a great return compared to the market, right, which is only doing 8 to 12. Yeah. But if, you're, if your financial advisor is doing 8 to 12 and the S&P 500 is doing 8 to 12, I would say that's a poor performance. Would you, be, would you, would you agree with that? Yes. Well, there, therein lies your question. It's all perspective, and it's all about subjective. It's all what you feel is successful. Me, okay. I think the majority of financial planners are underperforming out there, okay, financial advisors. Okay. Because I know, because when I get my competitor statements and our clients come in and say, listen, we think we can do better, and I could say, well, hell yeah, you can do better. You're in Growth Fund of America. You're in this perspective. You're in all these funds that you could be in for free on Vanguard. And get the same return, and you're paying X Y Z up the street a fee or an upfront load to be in them to do nothing more than get the same return as the S and P 500. So my point is, uh, depending on your level of what you consider success, I think that most financial advisors are underperforming, and I don't think they're being successful. But are they are, but are they making you money? Yes, I believe that every one of us. And God help me if you're not. But but every one of us with investment licenses right now are making some kind of positive returns. But if you are baselining it, if you are comparing it to the S P five hundred and saying, Well, I'm paying a guy to outperform the S P five hundred and he's not, now it's time to fire him or her. Would you agree? Okay. okay. Agree. All right, so that right, leads right into my second question, which is so I have a financial planner right now, I'm happy with, with them and I like to my portfolio to a couple places and, and get their opinion to to your point of can I do better? Am I doing okay? Is that something you would look at and say, hey, you're doing great? I wouldn't switch. Hey, you're not doing great. Let me tell you what I can do. Is that something you do? That's exactly what I do. I like 
I like that because I like to see what my competitors are doing, and then I like to show you my strategies and my results of what they've been doing. And then normally what comes out of it is either you take my advice back to the pe people you already have and you implement my strategies with them, and that's just the way it goes for me, or you say, well, here's half the assets for you, John, and here's half the assets for them, and whoever com whoever wins the game after a couple of years gets the whole kit and caboodle. And I love that because I love kicking people's asses. So I love, okay. I love like, saying – Here's their salesman strategy, and here's my new innovative ideas. And you know, let the best man win or the best woman win. And listen, we're in a, we're in the most objective mathematical uh, industry in the world, right? It's all about the right. numbers. But everybody turns it into everything else but the numbers. So I say yes, and I say absolutely a great call, and I say yes with fifty dollar gift card. Because I love when people put people. Okay, but hang on a second, caller. Before go you ahead. go much further, you like your current financial guy. What do you like about him? Is it how much money he's making you? This is just a yes or no question. Yes, partially. Okay, answer that for me. I, well, what, I think yes, been, partially. I think, fair, and I, think I, I've, I've earned um, what I thought I should be earning, and then plus some. So I'm happy with that. Yeah, okay, and give me an idea of of uh, like uh interest wise where that would be because here's what i like about this guy i'm just going to say this to you is it is it you find guys that say well i got i earned 12 percent and they'll be pissed about it because the, somebody in a riskier fund earned 25 percent they're not realistic that there's two different age levels and funds and that kind of stuff what i like about this guy is he says well i i'm satisfied with what i'm doing and that's realistic expectations, right, John? I mean, seriously. Well, it depends on his expectations. If his expectations are, I'm a risky investor, I'm a growth investor, and I should have this kind of return for that in a, in a bull market, but I'm not, then he should be dissatisfied. If he says, well, making, my, making the SP 500 return of, say, 12% this year is good enough for me, then this guy's doing an outstanding job. Then you've got to ask yourself, well, what am I paying for? Because if you can do that on your own on the internet, because you can, then I say, well, you're paying a lot for a friendship. Right. The, so yeah, I just, right. I just, at the end of the day, you might come in like I had this one guy come in. This is a good story. I had this one guy come in like four years ago, and he had a plethora of twenty different common stocks. Okay, and he was he has a lot of the same picks I had, and it was a big account. It was like a six hundred thousand dollar account. And he said, "What do you think?" I looked it over. I looked at him straight in the face. Said. What I think is if you move the account to me, I'd be ripping you off. I said because you're doing good. You're doing really, you're doing really good. And I'll tell you the reason why you're doing so good. And I showed him my portfolio, and he was amazed. And I said, listen, there's not a lot of guys that I compete with on the street would even have the portfolio you made yourself. So good for you. Keep me in mind for referrals, uh, people when you recommend to me. But, but you would, know what you're doing. But you know what you're doing. You know I'm gonna, I'm gonna concede and say I'm gonna pass on this account. But call me to bounce ideas off me. I don't do the same for you listening, Mike. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Much. Now, hang on. Do you want to give this I guy definitely, a gift? Definitely. That was my favorite question. I love when people put people on the spot and just uh, say how it is. All right. Now, Jake, we're, uh, we're going to give this guy a Blue Wolf gift card. Okay, caller, for an excellent question. So, Jake, you'll get his name, address, and... Oh, he already hey, dropped. I got, he, he hung up. Hey, that's already. fine. Hey, I got off. The, I got off the hook. There you go. He's missing a good meal, at Blue Wolf. Go ahead. <laughs> but but the but the bottom line is, he um, he asked a good question though. Oh, but, but hey, I love. See, that's what I'm saying. Isn't one of the problems though when people have 
unrealistic expectations. Yeah. You, you, you once said to me on a previous show, your goal is to beat the S&P 500 and beat it into the ground. I mean, that's what you like to do. You like to, and you, remember when we did that show, you said, I want to beat that. If I'm not beating that, then just put it in the index fund. Remember that? Well, yeah, that's, to me, it's common sense. Right. If you're looking for the guy who's going to make you the same amount of money as the S&P 500 and pay him a 5.75% load or a fee, I got to tell you, I have to ask you, what kind of, kind of sense do you have like why would you do that because you just like going into the shop or you know and and, that, and here's the truth some guys do some guys want to go and bs with the guy and have a cup of coffee and how his wife and kids are doing and that's cool i get that mm-hmm. if that's if you're bored or if you're retired or basically you're the, the other but guy, guy doesn't want to do that see the big guy the majority of the guys in my industry are really cool dudes they're really good people okay they're very likable they all have families they're, i know i know i know but they're easy to like, is my point. I just they're want to very, drop this very, microphone no, no, right listen, now. They're very easy to like. They're the kind of people I'd have over for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Here. But when it comes to investment results. Yeah, most of them, I, yeah. I'm sorry, most of them ignore your account and don't and are not proactive. Uh, end of story. They get your money and they forget about you. There I you agree, go. I agree with okay. that as well. Well, the, the, yeah, but, you know, and the, I don't, okay, I, 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 sometimes I just get. Uh, Frustrated? Yes. Yes. Come on, Ronnie Case. Yeah, because uh, because um, you actively manage accounts. There's a yeah. huge difference there. Can I can I interrupt? Uh, no, there's well, a huge difference there. Go no ahead. Interrupt, no now. interruption. <laughs> there's a show that was created, okay? And it's like a it's like a way more successful version of me. All right, it's called Billions. 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 It's on Showtime. Mm-hmm. And that's it's almost like the producer and the directors creeped into my mind and created a personality that's identical to mine and made a show with it called billions the guy the main character on it is the head of a hedge fund he's a no bs guy he's all about making the money and he's a, he's about telling you he's going to make the money and and in doing it and he's just got the no bs approach to him and he all he goes almost to make same like he thinks it's ridiculous as well when you got people investing in funds that are buying you pfizer and mark and and growth of America, and someone's paying you to do that. He thinks that's just as funny, and he's taking the words out of my mouth. And I'm thinking, oh, thank you, thank you for so much for creating a show that's like, kind of shows exactly who I am. Now he's a billionaire. He's a hedge fund manager. I couldn't even shine his shoes, the character of that person. But it's the same personality I have. I love it. So if you ever want, and by the way, it's my favorite show. People love that show. The name of it's Billions. It's on Showtime. Really? You gotta watch it. I, I watched a, a season straight online. I couldn't put it down. I couldn't put it down. <laughs> love that show. Yeah. Well, I bet nothing got done over at, uh, at Arnold Manor. <laughs> <laughs> um, my wife would probably concur with that. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean. When you were watching that, when you were uh, watching that month's worth of, uh, of the whole show uh, during that period of time, who was watching the kids? Just out of curiosity. You want to know the truth? My wife loves the show just the same. Uh huh. Because she, she said the same thing. She's like, "Oh my God, this show's like so much like you." Mm-hmm. And listen, there's so much more to the show than what I'm describing. It's just an awesome show that shows you the the craziness and the ruthlessness of the investment business and what's really out there. It's just a really addicting show. It's it's really awesome. By the way, after she's done making me my dinner and making my cookies and shining my shoes, she comes and watches it with me, Ron. That's a joke. That's a joke. I was trying to be like you. But... <laughs> yeah. no. It's not that easy, John. It, just because it looks easy doesn't mean it is easy, all right? <laughs> no, I, I, no one can ever compete with yeah, there, there you go. Now, here's the great thing about, uh, I, I mean, you. John has clients from all over, whether it's... Uh, 
you know, our area or um, Florida or um, it's just all over the place. I have a client in Japan. Really? Yeah, and it came from this show, ironically. But go ahead. All right. Um, if you're interested in having uh, John Arnold take a look, you know, basically, and you also help people out that are not your clients. You actually take calls at your office from people who have questions about their investments in their 401ks and stuff like that. You know, just saying, can you tell me which one, which choice of this group is the best choice and that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, you get a lot of questions from people that don't have a bunch of money to invest but simply want some guidance. True. True, and you true, and, true. and remember when you said you help them out because you never know ten years from now they might have a bunch. Well, I, I help right. now because that's just the way I was raised. I mean, it's just like if if I pulled if I had a flat tire on the side of the road, and there's probably a lot of people would pull over and say, maybe not you, but right. a lot of people I, would say, I would blow I the horn as people I went by. Maybe swerve to hit me, maybe, but no, I uh, I throw my tea just, out. That's yeah. how I look at it. Someone needs my help. If I can help, I'm going to help. That's it. Period. All right. Yeah. So how do we? Where do we find you? How do we get a hold of you? How do we seek out your wisdom? Okay. You get a free consultation from us at 330-965-9890. Now say that. it again. The number is slower. All okay. right. Sorry. I do that too often. 330-965-9890. You give us a call. We'll get you in for a free consultation. Call our office. Our office is located on Star Center, which is right past Tippecanoe Road on the right. And uh, you turn in, go the opposite way of the poorhouse. You go to the Rich House. That's the General Wealth Management Company. On the yes, left. on the top of the hill. On the top of the hill. We'll get you in. Now, I bet you, and every time people come in, whether they do business or not, they always leave saying, thank you, you taught me a lot. It was a good meeting. Right, just like at those educational seminars Absolutely. that you have. that are educational seminars. You know, yeah. these are the text messages I get uh, from my wife. Dinner is yummy. Salad, meatloaf, and mashed potatoes. Man, <laughs> I need to become so, a verb. Yes. A verb household. So, so that was the, my latest text message. Good when you, you. You're on your phone looking you're, at the you're market. You're stuff right down yeah, there. You're, you're run, looking at the market results yeah. and everything like that. I'm thinking about meatloaf and mashed potatoes. There you go. You can't get that's, out of here quick enough. Uh, that's why. <laughs> Good for Lisa. Yeah, that's what it's all about. All right, so get a hold of what's the website for John Arnold's? www.jarnoldwealth.com www.jarnoldwealth.com. All right, thank you, John. Thank you.